the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Teresa Jensen is here with us today, and she has written many books on abundance. She talks about the abundant life. That is really a theme of her life, and she serves the Lord wholeheartedly in South Sudan, Africa. I know you're going to love this conversation with Teresa Jensen. Uh, high school, I went to Bible college and studied third world relief and developmental missions. I knew that I was headed to an urban or I mean, a rural type of setting, a mm-hmm. developmental setting. And uh, but the, my path still was not straight to the mission field, mm-hmm. even at that time. Because while in college, again, you're not a mature person, but I had this real need to be needed, need Mm. to be loved. That childhood need didn't just go away. And I was supposed to go and serve a missionary family over a summer break. And that ended up not to be a possibility because of a war that broke out in uh, the place I was supposed Mm. to go to. Anyway, I met a man that summer that I did not go on a mission Mm. trip. And I ended up marrying that man. And it turned out to be a really difficult relationship and an an abusive relationship. And uh, so my path to the mission field took a huge detour detour. for a lot of years. Mm. And uh, yeah, so... Oh, what a I know. bummer. <laughs> I know. But <sighs> also, what an amazing, again, an ugly, messy, beautiful thing that God pulls together by the end of it. Because you look at where I am today, the amazing man I'm married to today, mm. um, the ministry we have a privilege to be involved in today. And you don't even imagine the messiness that occurred before. In a lot of ways, I forget it. But then I do remember... And oftentimes in the Bible, it always directs us to remember where we came from, because that's where we remember the grace that God has has towards us, not had, but has towards us. It's a continual walk of grace. And I need plenty of grace even yet today, for sure. Oh, so do I. You know, how people always say, well, uh, you went through that so you can minister to others. Is that a catchphrase to you or in that messy detour did did you find some foundational things that have helped you to minister to others on the mission field? Yes. And it's, again, messy and hard because, you know, honestly, Jennifer, it's not easy for me to be on the show and say, hey, I work in ministry. And by the way, I've been divorced. Uh, believe me, it's not easy to say. It's humbling. It is humbling. But that's I, a beautiful thing, I think. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, when we applied to be missionaries, we had to tell our story mm-hmm, over and mm-hmm. over again and have people determine whether or not... It was okay. Yeah, exactly. That's humbling. Sure. And it's a life that we choose as missionaries to let other people have authority and say, yes, you can, or no, you can't, that's not easy for people to do. We like to determine what we're going to do, right? And it's not easy, but it's a choice that we make. And it is really amazingly freeing 
when people do affirm God's call on your life, ultimately, Mm -hmm. but then also when people maybe have a different viewpoint, it is part of that growth process because we can also see that people are at different places. They have different views and opinions because they're at different places in their life. And I'm not a finished product. They're not a finished product. So I can bless and release it and not feel held in any type of bondage by someone else's opinion of me or my choices, my mistakes, my sins, and God's ability to make it right. And one of the devotionals I wrote one time that was published was the story of my divorce and remarriage. Now, those are both big things in the church. Sure. And as a person in ministry who did those things, it was a really hard story to write. It's one thing to say it behind closed doors to a mission board, Mm -hmm. but it's another thing to put it on paper Mm -hmm. and let people read it. And um, I think it's necessary for people to tell their hard stories because it's God who has redeemed it. It's nothing I have done. There is nothing I can do to change or fix what has happened Mm. in the past. Nothing. But God can. But God. (laughs) But God. Right. I love your heart. You know, I think about that often as pastor's wife, I call it life in the fishbowl. But absolutely. It's that way for all leaders, isn't it? It it, is. And it's better to be transparent. It's better to say, hey, I messed up and this is what happened. But God, God can meet you where you messed up. Absolutely. To me, the faithfulness of God in those mistakes is the beauty Mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> I, as soon as you share it, it's almost like there's a freedom there. Yeah, there is. And it, I think, helps us too to go back to scripture with humility and not presume that we really mm-hmm. understand and know mm-hmm. everything that is there. Because grace is the theme from the very beginning to the very end. And we, you, I think we just really have to hold what we uh, do determine with a great amount of humility and yeah. And mm. just really, yeah. Look at other people too, not presuming anything, just be humble and ourselves. offer that mm-hmm. grace to others as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. What, what are some other ways that you spend time with the Lord mm. that you grow in the Lord? I mean, I'm sure you read your Bible all the yeah. time. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, what? yeah, for sure. So yeah, I find there's, a lot of different ways to grow. So one is being broken. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind mm-hmm. of what we've talked about mm-hmm. so far. That's the hard one. But of course, that building those spiritual disciplines, that is really, really necessary because you're building your resilience for when the hard things happen. Yeah. And you can't wait until, uh, you know, something happens before you get physically strong. So emotionally and spiritually, you have to build those spiritual and, emo- and muscles, which will also feed your emotional muscles. When that, you're healthy, build exactly, those. you have to do it when you're healthy. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. Gratitude, being grateful, taking a moment to be remember to be grateful for everything you have yeah. is really important. And it's easier for me to do because I live in a third world country. I was going to say, what has the third world taught you about gratitude? You know, we got electricity six months ago. Six months ago, we got electricity. It's a game changer when it comes to life. It's not just about light. It's about, I mean, refrigeration. Sure. That is a miracle. Being able to put your food in a refrigerator Mm. and not have to get food every day. And what do you do with leftovers and all that type of stuff? 
It's a game changer. So I come here to the U.S. and there's this so much abundance and Mm -hmm. electricity. You take it for granted that it's going to be there. You can put your toothbrush under the water. Did you know that, Jennifer? Uh, not, you don't have to use a water bottle to, right? <laughs> to you brush can your just teeth. Put your toothbrush right under the water. Oh, and, water is such a gift, isn't it? Yeah. Clean water. Mm. Mm. You know, when the police pull you over, it's probably because you've done something wrong. It's not because you have to be on guard, wonder what they're going to do, you know? So it's there's a lot of things to be grateful for in the everyday life. But there is also in the third world because there's an amazing um, network of people, you really learn how to Mm. not be so independent, but to rely on other people and be part of a community. That's a real blessing. For survival even. For survival, yeah. So do you share things? I mean, what what does community look like there that would be different from the U.S.? Well, that is, when it comes to women Mm -hmm. in South Sudan, I know we're talking to women in our Mm -hmm. audience, right? I... For a long time, I did not share about my first marriage and the difficulties there and the divorce because there's a huge presumption about divorce is a big, big problem Mm -hmm. there. And understandably, but I was in I was in the midst of a group of women one time and they were talking about how marriage is in South Sudan It's very different. A lot of marriages are arranged and oftentimes at a very young age, and a woman made this statement, a Christian woman, she made this statement, I don't know why these girls today are objecting so much. You know you're going to marry someone, so just do it. Mm-hmm. Just take the husband that your parents offer. Assign you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't make such a fuss about it. You have to marry someone. And when and oftentimes there's um, physical abuse that could happen. Definitely it's a, it can be, you find your fulfillment and really, and a fellowship in other places. It's not your husband necessarily who's your companion. That's not the case all the time. I know some wonderful, loving relationships in South Sudan for sure, but there, are, it, it's not always mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that. And so I really felt led this one time to share what had happened to me, and uh, the women were amazed that it could happen in the United States that you could ha- that a husband could be abusive to his wife in the US that happens do they yeah. think the US is like a fairy tale land yeah i yeah. bet i re- even when i was living in the village my nephew passed away and i had to come back to the US they were shocked and amazed you mean a young person in the US mm. actually could pass away and that those things happen yeah it does seem like Aww. a fairy tale land because we have so much we in their do. eyes we do have a lot And yet some of the things that they have, we're missing. We're missing. Absolutely. What are some of those things we're missing? You think just just in general, the, uh, the, the empathy I'll tell you, I've been sick a few times in South Sudan. People really care about you when you're sick. Mm. They really want to take care of you. And, um, that's a humbling kind of scary place to be sick too, isn't it? It is a scary place to be sick. Really rely on God Mm -hmm, for sure. And, and other people, And yeah, so you always have someone in the hospital with you because they don't have like a nursing staff to come and bring you food or anything. You have to have someone to go get you food. And I've been not long term in the hospital, but short term in the hospital by myself. And Mm -hmm. then the people I don't even know who are around me, you know, will help me with the little things that I need that I can't do for myself because there's not not a nurse call button to push. It's just (laughs) another human being who has no interest or, or investment in you at all. 
hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.